he'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings. Uh, the right app and um, if you can't make it to service so don't forget about that we always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry and if you can't make it again our website as well uh, give the website and on our app uh, Givelify shall we pray your gracious father in heaven thank you again for another chance to come and hear a word from you oh God we ask you to bless those under the sound of my voice peace power and we know your presence is always near oh god we love you and we thank you oh god bless this week feeble servant that i am give me strength lord and your mercy and your grace give me strength to preach say a word for you it's not preaching i do but preaching done through me god be careful to give you all the praise and the glory now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you again on this morning, uh, for Sunday of April 2023. Last week I gave you the text for uh, review for the week. Last week, 1 Corinthians 6. I originally gave you 14, but I hope you do read the entirety of the chapters I give. I sometimes expand and cover more verses. And this week is no exception. Verse 12 through 20. I just couldn't miss up what Paul wrote to the church at Corinth. Uh, it still applies today in 2023 for us. But 1 Corinthians 6, 12 through 20. CSB translation next Sunday, you know, it says the same, uh, John 3 16, often read passage of scripture. Paul CBT Smith says, never say familiar because many times we've read it, there's always some new nugget that can be gleaned from God's word. And John 3 16 for next Sunday, the Lord says the same, uh, first Corinthians 6, 12 through 20, uh, Again, CSB translation. Uh, Paul writes to church at Corinth, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. Food is for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will do away with both of them. However, the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body God raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Don't you know that your bodies are a part of Christ's body? 
So should I take a part of Christ's body and make it part of a prostitute? Absolutely not. Don't you know that anyone joined to a prostitute is one body with her? For scripture says the two will become one flesh. But anyone joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the person who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought at a price. So glorify God with your body. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. Just want to tag this few minutes with Pastor Mac podcast. Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. As the orphan tray passed, a little girl took the tray, put it on the floor and stood up in the orphan plate. The usher said, honey, why are you doing that? And she said, because they taught me that my whole body was to be offered to the Savior. This little girl got the point that she was the one who belonged in the tray and that God does not want donations. How many of us this morning can lay claim that we have given our whole being to the Lord, mind, body, and soul committed to God and the work of the kingdom? Society has become so selfish and narcissistic that it has permeated the church, I can do what I want to do. If it makes me feel good, just do it. In the text, Paul makes statements that go against the thoughts of that time, but looks like it could fit the statements made in this time. One such argument was the status of the body and the spirit. Matter of fact, the body was viewed as useless in comparison to the totality of man. Many commentators argue that Greek culture held a primarily negative view of the body. And the church at Corinth also gave way to this mindset. As William Barclay says, the Greeks always looked down on the body. There was a proverbial saying, the body is a tomb. The Stoic philosopher Epictetus said, I am a poor soul shackled to a corpse. The important thing was the soul, the human spirit. The body was a thing that did not matter. William Baker likewise summarizes that in most Greek philosophies, this aspect of human existence is considerably secondary to a person's essence. Essence, the spirit or soul, which is imprisoned in the body and freed upon death. This is most apparent in the platonic philosophy of George E. Ladd states that under this view, the body is thus the enemy of the soul. For it is a mass of evil and serves as a prison for the soul. The body hinders the soul from the acquisition of knowledge. The mind and the soul are what bear resemblance to demirs, being of the same material. While the body is mortal and corrupt the soul if left undisciplined. Thus, 
in much of Greek thinking, the body is looked at as an inhibition to the loftier goals of the soul. And not only all of that, the church at Corinth was rapidly losing its testimony in the city because of their inability to get along, disputes and disagreements. The fact that disputes arise should not only uh, should not surprise us because almost everybody has opinions on almost everything, especially in the church. Some people think we sing too many hymns. Others think we don't sing enough hymns. Some people think I preach too long. Others think I don't preach long enough. Some think we should build a new building. Some think we should remodel the one we have. And some think we ought to just leave everything the way it is. There are always going to be disputable matters. The question is, how do we handle our disagreements and disputes? Do you let hostility and resentment fester? Do you sow seeds of discord complaining to others who aren't involved? Do you confront the person or the problem? Sadly, disagreements over some of the silliest things have led to division and even the destruction of the congregation. And Paul is here to set some records straight on our body and our strife to get along with everybody else. We just can't get along. We just, we just, we just can't. We, we always have to have something or somebody, you know, somebody like that. There's always something that hinders a relationship from being healed, from being put back, uh, together. So here we are, Paul, have these things to discuss and lay out. Church at Corinth, uh, the issues with the body and the issues with uh, uh, strife, and discontentment among the people. Some of this brought on from the theological perspectives of the body and discontentment, but it's just church stuff Paul is trying to acknowledge. And not only that, the process of sanctification. So here we are, and I'm going to briefly deal with some of these talk about them this morning first it may feel good to you but is it good for you at verse 12 everything is permissible for me but not everything is beneficial everything is permissible for me but i will not be mastered by anything the the temples uh time will permit me to give you all the lay of the land but the temples um corinth had the pagan temples had prostitutes as a means of worship. And Paul is trying to tell them and discourage them from participating in these acts against the body. Trying to remind them that it's not yours, your body. Uh, the body needs to be preserved for the holiness of God. Sexual morality should not be practice especially in the church therefore he's challenging them and us to live differently by giving a statement everything is permissible so you can do what you want but does it benefit others is it good for you is it does it give glory to god those questions have to be answered uh before you start divulging activity, behavior, 
one way or the other. You consider others better than yourselves. Believers must learn God's instructions daily. Be in the Bible. That's why it's important to be in the Word of God, to be persistent in our development spiritually in the Word of God so that we maintain a, a, a proper perspective on how we should live for God. So that's why we got to ask. It may feel good to you, but is it good for you? A lot of things that we've taken on in the church from the world is not permissible. <laughs> yeah, because they had the pagan prostitutes and Paul telling them, don't participate in that. Even though that's what the world is doing. And we have allowed ourselves to become a sponge for the world and their ideals and their perspective on things. When the Bible clearly states that we should not participate, we should not do that, and we should run away from it. Paul will say that coming up. Why are we allowing, are we allowing the enemy to defeat us when Jesus Christ has already won at the cross? That's good news to know right there. The question is, is it good for you? We're talking about believers now. Your, your spiritual walk and your spiritual talk. Is it good for you? You be caught up in some things that'll take you away from the Lord. Oh, my brothers and sisters, we got to check ourselves. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me check to see if there's some good in it. Hold on. Wait a minute. I don't want to cause any rift in my relationship with Christ. And, and, and secondly, uh, don't do it. <laughs> Verse 14, God raised up the Lord would also raise us up by his power. Don't you know that your bodies are a part of Christ's body? So should I take a part of, so, I, so, so should I take a part of Christ's body and make it part of a prostitute? Paul goes on to say, absolutely not. Don't. Do it. Paul stating believers must avoid sin. How do we do this? We need to know that believers sin because they are either ignorant of God's instruction or they are simply disobeying. And either way, it's called apostasy. When you know good and still choose to do wrong. And when a believer does a wrong thing. He or she sins against God, and there are consequences to sins. What are the consequences of sin for a believer? Well, it causes a barrier uh, to prayer. <laughs> Brings injury both physical and emotion, to the sinner and to those around the sinner. Breaks fellowship with God. And then it's a poor testimony for Christ. Oh, my brother and sister, that's a whole lot of consequences for a believer who sins. And we already know this to be true. 
Some of us have already experienced some things that have taken us out of relationship, fellowship with God. Yeah, he's talking to the church at Corinth here, but he can steadily and he can be talking to us right now. Some of us have some things that we need to let go of. There's some things that you need to be done away with in your life to bring spiritual closeness once again to God. Yes, we are forgiven, but there's always consequences to sin. Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. <laughs> That's what Paul said. Yeah, you can do what you want to do. But it's not the right thing to do. You can do what you want to do. But it may not please God. You can do what you want to do. You cuss folk out if you want to. Yeah, you, you can do all that. You, you can gossip and carry on, cause disputes in the church. You can do all of that. God is not pleased with us. <laughs> Consequences of sin. Put barriers in our prayer life. It's a poor testimony for Christ. It's not permissible. Everything's permissible, but it's not beneficial. So hold up, wait a minute. You better put some prayer in it. And make sure everything is right spiritually for the Lord. Then thirdly. Now you know. Now you know these things to be true. That that God is looking for us to be all we can be. So verse 16, don't you know that anyone joined to a prostitute is one body with her? For scripture says the two will become one flesh. But anyone joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. And he goes on, I'm just ending because I like to read that said, flee sexual immorality. Some translation said, run from sin. <laughs> Every sin, other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the person who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? You are not your own, for you are bought with a price. So glorify God with your body. <laughs> we belong to him. So we have to take care, care about what he cares about. <laughs> we belong to him. That's why we make choices that honor God. <laughs> and it says in the verses, earlier verse and some of you used to be like this all the sexual all the sins that Paul listed some of you used to be like this but he goes on to say you've been washed sanctified justified in the name of the Lord and by the spirit of our God 
If we're honest, many of us would have to admit we used to be like this too, but some of us still are like this. But he says you were washed, sanctified, and justified. To be washed means that you've been forgiven. Your sons, your sins have been washed away by the blood of Jesus. To be justified means that you've been made right with God. You're square now. It's all right with him. But that word sanctified means to be made holy, to be changed from what you were to what God wants you to be. Ain't that good news? Isn't it good news? God loves you the way you are with all your faults and all your failures, but he loves you too much to leave you that way. Cause you've been bought with the prize as verse 20. So glorify God with your body. Give him all of you to be used by him and nobody else can take that away from you. Put your mind in the hands of God and let your mind be of this. Put your soul in the hands of God and your body will follow because your body should be praising him. Your body should be worshiping him. Give him all the glory. Give him all the praise as you go through life. Make sure he's getting the glory as you go through life. Give him the praise for all he's done. No matter what you're facing you, no matter your trials, no matter your situations, give him glory. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me put some praise in it. Hold on. Wait a minute. If I can't pray about it, then I think I don't need to do it. Because I want to please the Lord. Whatever I do, whoever I see, I need to let them know that Jesus Christ rules me. Say yes. Yeah, won't he do it? Hold on, wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. I feel something happening. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, uh, get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future if you said that prayer uh, is as simple as ABC accept believe and commit if you did that we would love to hear from you you may contact us through our email get praise on at house of praise pp.org or you may go simply to our website www.houseofpraisepp.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life we look forward to hearing from you 
Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I need it.